Hello! Welcome to Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball. I'm Josh Witt. Off-season episode three, transfer talk. Follow me on Instagram, at Burning Springs. Email unreasonabledoubtwv at gmail.com. I'm keeping the inbox open. I I really think somebody's going to send an email between now and the beginning of the 2018-2019 season. <clears throat> Facebook. You know? It still exists. That guy from the movie The Social Network is in Washington, D.C. So it may not be long for this world. But it's still there. And if you're still on Facebook, there's a podcast page. <clears throat> Let me start before we get into the transfer updates with a statement that you already know to be true. I'm an idiot. In off-season episode two, I was under the impression and, and spoke about it on this podcast that Issa Ahmad and Sagaba Kanate had until April 10th to back out of the NBA draft and come back to school. I was way off, guys. <laughs> and ladies, did that stop me from, on April 10th, scouring the internet, looking for news about Issa Ahmad and Sagaba Kanate? It did not. I was looking... Uh-oh, what's going to happen? I don't see any news. Does that mean they're staying in the NBA draft? The deadline to get out of the draft and come back to school is June 11th. So I was two months early on that call. I'm an idiot. The deadline is, you know, closer to the NBA draft. After the NBA combine, where you can get some feedback. I thought you just got feedback within a week's time. And again, why would I think that? I don't know. I'm an idiot. Uninformed. Not sure how things work. And so I apologize for saying that in the last episode. I want to make that correction. We've got two months to stew over Will Ahmad and Kanate leave the program or come back. So hang in tight. We'll see what happens. Now, transfer update. Now we have two Mountaineers that were on the 2017-2018 team that will not be with the team in the future. Uh, They're going to transfer to another school. The first was D'Angelo Hunter. He decided before the NCAA tournament. The next guy, it it broke news this week, Magic Bender is going to transfer out of the program. We kind of knew Magic wasn't long for the Mountaineers when Logan Rout took his spot on the depth chart when he was backing up Kanate and taking Bender's minutes. Uh, it did not come to it did not come to a surprise. Um, what am I talking about? It did not surprise me to hear that he's going to transfer out. When I look back at the stats and just kind of think what. Was there a Magic Bender game where he was the guy that helped West Virginia get a win? There wasn't a Bender game. I did recognize on Unreasonable Doubt throughout the season, each time Magic Bender scored in a game, 
And so I did that because it wasn't a good bet to say that Bender was going to score in a game. And thus, he's no longer with the Mountaineers. So we here at Unreasonable Doubt wish Magic Bender and D'Angelo Hunter the best in their future endeavors. Of course, it got me thinking about transfers, specifically in the B-line and Huggins era. The best transfer to come into the program, it's got to be Mike Gansey. He played for John B-line, helped West Virginia get to the Elite Eight and Sweet 16. He came from St. Bonaventure, always wore a t-shirt. Under his jersey, which I respected, and that's something that I did when I played in junior high and high school. And he helped beat Wake Forest in the NCAA tournament the year they made it to the Elite Eight. Uh, Wake Forest had Chris Paul, and Chris Paul is really good at basketball in 2018. Back in 2000, what was it, five? That guy was amazing. When you want, and it's on the internet, go to YouTube and watch the WVU Wake Forest game from that year. Chris Paul did anything he wanted. It was, it was ridiculous. He was, he was amazing in college, and all the signs were there that he would be a great professional basketball player. And West Virginia beat that team thanks to Mike Gansey. The saddest I was for a transfer. In the last 15 years, uh, do you remember a guy named Dan Jennings? I was a fan of Dan Jennings. He was actually on the 2010 team that went to the Final Four. Six foot nine, looked like a super strong dude. He looked kind of crazy. I think he actually transferred from West Virginia in the middle of a West Virginia game. (laughs) Like he was on the bench and then. Later on in the game, he wasn't on the bench, and I think the news was he he just left in the middle of the game, and left <laughs> and left the building. And then I guess from there you just you got to quit or transfer, and that's what he did. But I liked him. He ended up at Long Beach State, so he got as far away as he could from West Virginia. So I respect that in a transfer. If you're going to leave, go as far away as possible. Um, so that was the most sad I was for a transfer. The least sad, and I can't be the only one, and no offense to him as a person, Aaron Harris. Aaron Harris is the reason that West Virginia went back, went to a full court press, press Virginia system. It's, the reason is Aaron Harris. He ended up at Michigan State. He was a gifted shooter. Great at offense. He was... I would argue, the worst defender in Huggins' time at West Virginia. If you can think of somebody worse at defense, then email me, unreasonabledoubtwv at gmail.com. But he was terrible at defense, and every game he would get beat uh, fairly easy on a player driving to the basket. And when it happened, Aaron Harris had all the moves that somebody has in a pickup game. He would do the head shake, like the, oh, man, you can't see me, but like I'm shaking my head. He would do the um, the hand slap, 
but like not like a hand clap just like a regular applause clap it was like he was doing voodoo uh like one hand was re- resembling himself and the other hand would kind of slap the hand like oh man and you've seen this if you play pickup basketball you've seen that move like ah oh, get him next time and he did that every game because every game he was terrible at defense so I was not sad, and I know Huggins was not sad when Aaron Harris left the program. But it brought us four years of going to the Sweet 16. So Magic, D'Angelo, good luck in the future. Random thoughts coming up. Random thoughts for off-season episode three. Let's talk about the NBA. The playoffs are coming up this weekend. The college season is over. I know... As you know, if you listen to this podcast, very little about college basketball. I know even less about the NBA. But with the playoffs coming up, here are my general thoughts about professional basketball and my predictions for the playoffs. First of all, LeBron James is the best player in the league. He won't win MVP, but he's the best player. If you had to pick a team from scratch, and you could pick from anybody in the world as your first pick, you'd pick LeBron James. I mean, I would. I don't know if you would or not. I would. He's in his 15th year. He's been to the finals, like, so many times. So many times in a row. He's 6'9". He can play point guard. He's a gifted passer. He has a post-up game. He shoots threes. When he wants to play defense, he's really good at defense. And, yes, his team ended up fourth in the East. But guess what? LeBron James, he's really smart. He plays chess while we all play checkers. So he gets to play Indiana in the first round, his team. They're going to kill Indiana. Then they play most likely Toronto, who is the one seed in the East. And what I know about history is that any team with LeBron James defeats Toronto in the playoffs. It's just, it's, that's what happens. And then they'll play whoever's left in the East and they'll beat them and they'll make it to the finals because LeBron James is the best player on earth. He is not my favorite player to watch. My favorite player to watch is Russell Westbrook for the Oklahoma City Thunder. He's a crazy person. (laughs) But he's, he's gifted as an athlete. Like, he always seems to be the fastest player on the court when you watch him. Can jump super high. You just got to hope that he misses because he can get whatever shot he wants. Um, yeah, he he's two years in a row now that he's averaged a triple-double in points, rebounds, and assists, which is unheard of and will be something you'll look back 20 years from now and say, that one guy averaged a triple-double for two years in a row. And that... Does that mean a lot? No, other than it means that he's amazing at basketball. 
But I, I won't I won't point to the stats when I think about Russell Westbrook. I, I will talk about how fast he was and how how amazing it was to watch him play basketball. So if I'm rooting for anybody, it's for Russell Westbrook. I told you that LeBron James and the Cleveland Cavaliers are going to play Indiana Pacers in the first round. Here's a here's a here's a challenge. Send your answers to unreasonabledoubtwv at gmail.com. Don't Google this. Name for me two Indiana Pacers that are on the team this year. And while you're at it for bonus points, name me two players for the Miami Heat. Because I would argue even people that follow the NBA are going to have a hard time naming two Indiana Pacers and two Miami Heats, Miami Heat players. I mean, congrats to those teams for making the playoffs, but let's just say they don't have one superstar between the two teams. James Harden is a superstar. He plays for the Houston Rockets. Houston had the best record in the league. Harden most likely is going to win MVP this year. Here's my prediction for James Harden. And I'm deadly serious on this. If you don't know who James Harden is, you've seen him in State Farm commercials. He's he's buddies with Chris Paul now. And so he's he's known for his beard. It's got to be hot, temperature-wise, playing with a gigantic beard, but he does it, and he and he's very good at basketball. He has to shave his beard for the Houston Rockets to win the NBA championship. It's like a deal you have to make. If you shave your beard, James Harden, then I feel like your team's going to win it all. If you do not shave your beard and just run it back with the same old look, then... As great as your team was this year, you're not going to make the finals, and you're definitely not going to win the championship. Uh, I feel like it's it's an either-or. So my finals prediction, if James Harden shaves his beard, I believe the Rockets will face the team that has LeBron James, the Cleveland Cavaliers, and the Rockets will win the NBA championship. If he does not shave his beard, then uh, there's a team that plays in Oakland, uh, the Golden State Warriors. They won the championship last year. They have two MVPs on their team. One's injured right now, but he's probably going to return. And that team's going to make the finals, and they're going to beat the Cavaliers for the eighth year in a row in the in the... <laughs> They haven't beat them eight times in a row, but they those two teams, the Cavaliers and the and the Warriors, have been in the finals the last three years. Let's make it four if James Harden does not shave his beard. And I think the Warriors are going to win it again. Final thoughts coming up. This episode of Unreasonable Doubt is brought to you by our good friends at Ernie Tungsten's Turf Nursery in Washington Courthouse, Ohio. Visit Ernie and the gang on the web at ettn.net. Ernie Tungsten's Turf Nursery. 
specializing in all varieties of baby grass. Final thoughts for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. It looks like we're almost done with winter here in West Virginia. There was snow on the ground on Monday. The forecast is calling for highs in the 80s the next couple of days. So we've actually experienced all four seasons in one week here in West Virginia. But when the weather turns, I'm going to be able to go outside with a basketball. And I'm going to document that on the Instagram feed, at Burning Springs, on the Facebook page, Unreasonable Doubt. You can see my moves. You've heard me talk about basketball. Now watch me play it at the level of basketball that anybody can obtain. It'll be set to music. It'll be interesting. Some of that work you can see on the Instagram feed. If you get past all the Unreasonable Doubt promotion, you'll see my work for 2017. Going to do it again this year. Had fun with it. Going to give that another go. So be on the lookout for that. That's it for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. Listen on the Anchor app. Download the Anchor app. Listen on anchor.fm slash Doubt. Listen on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Pocket Casts. Still no takers on Pocket Casts. Subscribe to the podcast. Rate it five stars. Leave a review. Those are nice things to do. Until the next episode, I'm Josh Witt. This has been Unreasonable Doubt. West Virginia finished the 2017-18 season 26-11. and 11. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading to the airport, right? Yeah, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR.